0: So thank you very much, sir, for joining us today. Uh, you're a founder and, and, and magic director at, at ThyroCare Technologies, an Indian scientist and an entrepreneur. Uh, you've inculcated your 40 years of experience in the field of diagnostic research and are an exemplary businessman to have built uh, an empire from rupees 500 to 3,500 crore uh, today. Uh, very inspirational, luxury to pro- poverty, rags to riches. And, and more that we look up to you, sir, uh, to share your story with us today. Give us your 30 minutes. Tell us about your journey and what can we all uh, take away from it, sir.
1: Most welcome. Right. Thank you, Deepshika. Thank you, team speaking. Thank you for all those who have logged in on the first day of uh, a new month, uh, June. May month was too long. April was even longer than May. and on December 31st, 2019-1159, we all said Happy New Year to each other. We, none of us knew what the year had for us, and maybe one month went innocently, then came Trump, then he went back. And then came the virus fear, and it is still locked down. Flights are running. Flights are not full. Some states, hotels are open, but they are also not full. Offices cannot be full. So we are a very different world. So in my next 30 minutes, let my first 15 minutes motivate you to feel that things are not all that bad, things were bad. This very bad species of virus, nasty one, originated from China. China did not talk truth, maybe fear or maybe plan, we don't know. Within no time, This virus had spread all over the world. And the most suffered countries were our rich cousins. Those are the European, UK, USA, counterparts. It has played a havoc there. And some of the visuals in television I don't think anybody would, uh, you can even imagine that can suddenly happen to this world which was truly rocking and its uh, happiness towards uh, something imaginary, something uh, uh, people felt uh, there is a great tomorrow without enjoying today, we were all worried about tomorrow. Now this virus has made us to think about what far we live again and again so we are today in June 1st and that says uh, literally six months virus has been seen in this world by us and uh, it came together to the western cousins and us Testing was done, tracking was done, quarantining was done, best hospitals in uh, Western world. People said India has poor medical infrastructure. People said India doesn't have adequate doctors and nurses, uh, beds, everything was told. So if you see if India was having a poor infrastructure and if such a calamity comes, more people should die in India than dying in US or UK or Europe. That's the true outcome, supposed to be. But if you look at it, it's a literally different. The richer cousins suffered most. The poorer cousins, uh, that's Indians, uh, haven't suffered. We suffered because of fear and panic. We haven't suffered in terms of death. Let me give you a picture about how safe we are. The Western world has $40,000 per capita income, that is income per individual is $40,000 per year. India per capita is only 2000 So they have 20 times more income. But one thing I have noticed, poor have better immunity, rich have poor immunity. Poor have better immunity because poor live in unhygienic conditions, their body has seen every possible virus, bacteria, parasite, whereas rich man has always lived in wonderful hygienic conditions. Few people want to understand, infant mortality, the number of children die before becoming five years of age. India is very, very bad compared to the Western cousins. That means more infections in India, more children die in India. So, poor country. But poor country, individuals who have lived in poor hygienic condition, when they become adults, they have a wonderful immunity. That's clear. So if you look at number of people died in the Western world, it is roughly 300 per million. In India, it is somewhere around 3 or 4 per million. Imagine 300 per million and 3 per million, what kind of softness this virus had on us. So number one is India is a poor country and luxury of poverty helps Indians, number one. Number two is mean age of India is 28, that of the western cousins are 48, which means they are old, old uh, demography, our young demography. Old people lose immunity, young people have high immunity. Old people cannot manage diseases, young people can manage diseases. Age plays a big role. So number of people above age of 65 is around 20% in Western world. And in India, it's around 6-7%. So accordingly, our number of deaths are very low. Ours is a poor country. Poor country means less hygiene. Less hygiene means more tuberculosis. More tuberculosis means more BCG vaccinations. Richer world told, oh, TB is only for poor countries, not for rich countries. And they didn't have BCG program, we had a BCG program. They didn't have malaria problem, we had malaria problem. They didn't eat chloroquine, we were eating chloroquine to get rid of malaria. So whether it is malaria alone, TB alone, age alone, immunity, all four together, has saved India. Today, large part of the country is free of lockdown. That's only because though the infections are growing, death rates are low, and death is what is more important. Infection, aayega, jayega. Flu aata hai, jata hai. So that is not supposed to be true indicator. Though for newspapers, it makes a lot of masala. Social media also can talk too much about it. All people who are negative are looking at the number of infections in India, all positive people are looking at death per million in India compared to other countries. So we are almost through with the initial experimentation and lockdown was necessary, especially lockdown number one was very very important. Lockdown 2 was questionable. 3 and 4 are not truly needed. But then, uh, you know, it's not easy to unlock, especially when the infections were going high. So finally, government has taken a a decision. same government earlier told, learn how to be away from the virus. Now for the last one week, they are telling, learn how to live with the virus. So you can't escape. No one can escape. Everybody has to meet that virus. Virus has come, not gone. Virus will not go. Virus will infect everyone. And if you have very high immunity, you will not know that there was an infection. The immunity is average. You will doubt whether there was an infection. And if you have low immunity, you have to get hospitalized to get solved and if there was no immunity you are gone so you must be suddenly shocked what does that mean no immunity gone let me give you numerically 90% of the people who are exposed are not infected because their body have very high immunity in the remaining 10, 9 have moderate immunity and they will have three days, four days symptoms, and they will get out of it. In the remaining one point nine, will get into the hospital and come out. And only the left out will be going away. So, even in Italy, worst hit, even in UK, worst hit, 99.95% of the people are living. Only 0.05% of the people are gone. It is sad to see that COVID becomes a reason for them to go. But doesn't matter. There has been all illnesses. Tuberculosis has been killing 400,000 every year. And cancer was killing almost 800,000 every year. Cardiac illnesses was killing 12,000,000 every year. Trust me. We should not get panicked and panic should not spoil mental health, physical health, family health, economy, everything. So relax. As I said, you can't escape. Keep masked. Simple. It is mask is something which we should have worn in the month of January itself. We learned it only in the middle of April, but now people have understood mask is must and you must remain masked. So, that's about COVID. This COVID has uh, completely changed the way in which people live. It has made many gaps known to the common man to, and to the middle class. Leaders are of three kinds. One will run the running. Another will create and run. The third one can recreate and run. So now we need leaders who can create something out of what is disrupted, adapt new technologies, adapt new methods, look at the post-COVID, how HR can be handled, how procedures can be handled, how to balance between life and livelihood. Lot of things need to be done. So the business going forward will be much more challenged, much more testing than what it was till this 2020 start. All industries will not come back the way in which they were working. And let me, in short, tell you what will happen to industries by dividing the total industries into 10 buckets. And the best industry, some of them will have positive impact, the worst will have negative impact. When I tell worst, it is not the is worst, it is worst hit, worst affected industry. So the worst is airlines, as I said, airlines are running. Airports are empty. Air crops are empty. Air hostess with uh, PPE kits. And it looks like we are all running a scientific uh, fiction movie. For the last hundred days, the movie is not getting over. Every day, some thrills are seen. So, the airline industry is the worst hit industry. Hundreds of flights of Singapore Airlines and uh, Indigo the specific Qantas, so is Emirates, so is uh, um, Ethiopian, so is uh, Delta. Everywhere, hundreds of flights are standing. Each flight on um, 400, 500 crores of investment. Oh, that's the worst. So are trains. Something like, uh, you know, 5,000 uh, trains in the country have been stalled. Not only in the country, 5,000 in the one-year-old is probably 50,000 trains. So everything has come to standstill. So that the worst hit, as I said, is airline industry. The second worst hit is uh, the travel and tourism. People felt had extra money. People felt that by going out, they can have a better uh, uh, experience of life and uh, entertainment come regeneration. People have been traveling, the rich have been going to uh, something like 25,000 a night out. And poor have been going for 2,500 a night out, depending upon how much they enjoyed, three, four times in a year or once in two years. But trust me, that's a huge industry. The Kashmir, the beauty, the go beaches beauty, so is Bali so is uh, um, Bangkok, so is uh, everywhere, Mauritius to Europe, to US, to every beauty is going to be very difficult to consume. May take time, will take time, people need to have courage, people need to understand what is that pain to pleasure ratio. The next one is the hospitality industry where events were managed. Events include marriages, uh, events include uh, product launches, seminars, conferences, uh, so many banquet halls in so many star hotels. All metro cities buzzing and everybody is telling, I don't get any uh, hall to conduct an event. I still remember my last event in early this year was in a five star hotel. Yeah, uh, Navratri uh, uh, dance I could imagine how much was the distance between person to person it was not even one feet gone all those things are gone, marriages will be very different and the events will be very different and the industry has huge job opportunities all of them are gone and uh, that's The three industries which will have tough time, other industries I'm not talking because they are somewhere in between the best and the worst. Let us talk about the best industries. I am in healthcare and I am extremely happy to say the best and most positive impact will be on healthcare. All of you know the virus has taught you what is health the virus has told you what is importance of health and I am not surprised out of the 750 crore, if 375 crore know what is PCR test. So that is the massive knowledge, antibody test, PCR test, COVID test and then comes healthy immunity. Oh, health is going to play a very huge role. Man was Thinking that his life is fully guaranteed and he did all atrocities. Now he has to take care of health first. So health care is going to be healthcare includes pharma, hospital, diagnostics, all three put together. And it is only 2 to 3% of GDP government has been spending so far, it will go to 10%. All investors will see Indian young population today. Tomorrow it's going to be a huge opportunity. So healthcare is going to be the most powerful sector, which would get impacted very positively out of this COVID menace. The second also related to healthcare, but it is not actual healthcare, that is fitness, wellness, nutrition. Fitness says your body is flexible. Many people can't bend and sit down and get up without anybody's support. So this is because we didn't worry about fitness. So fitness is very important. Fitness keeps you good health, that is wellness. And fitness and wellness together can be nourished only with nutrition. And kuchbi katata. sabichis, things will change. And this wellness, fitness, nutrition will be the second most impacted industry. Man will allot a budget, and he will take make sure that his and he and his family is in a better shape, and better energy, and a better biochemistry. The third one is the hygienic products. Uh, this uh, what you call as personal hygiene. Nowadays, you will find uh, uh, along with a three-piece suit, yeah. Uh, Uh, matching mask, so will be with your silk added, there will be a mask matching. I'm just telling about one important addition, but then there will be many, you won't be touching where you are touching, you will be not applying what you are not applying, lot more you will apply in your face, in your hands, in your office, uh, table, space, everywhere, kitchen, living room, everywhere the hygienic products will occupy. People never knew hand wash is so important. In The last 60 days, probably I have washed hands more than what I have washed in last 60 years. So that's about the three industries which will have positive impact. Things will not come back to normal. There will be a new normal. You will get accustomed to the new normal. And in businesses, I notice even in my own business, what was 1,500 employees today is around 400 employees managing 70% of the business. So I don't need 1,500, I need half of it. So I can take all 1,500 and double the business or I can work with half of the stuff. That is a luxury which I have understood only after the lockdown. I have 4 lakh square feet. I don't need 4 lakh square feet. I only need 2 lakh of square feet all people need not come to office some of the people sitting at home can be more productive than wasting their time on the road and traffic and reaching to the office so education will be different healthcare will be different every space will be different how different it will be i not be able to tell you right now because still the peak is not over COVID speak is less likely to be over before November December. Don't think this is a month month problem or a quarter problem. This is minimum five years. There is no vaccine scene. There is no, uh, what do you call it, drug scene. Vaccine will take two years minimum to come. Drug may also take two years minimum to come. Even if they come, how effective, we don't know. So be prepared. You have to live with it. And it looks like it is not killing as much as we feared it will kill. So that's about COVID. I would be answering to some of the questions if you wish to ask during the question and answer. Let me dwell a little more on the how to build an empire. First, don't plan to make an empire. You know, in life, expectation is the biggest reason for disappointment. I left Coimbatore with 500 rupees in pocket to come to Mumbai only to find a livelihood. I didn't come here to build an empire. And after being a government officer for 15 long years, I resigned my job only to see can I have a better looking car or a better house. There was no empire dream. But only thing is, I never settled with what I had. Always I felt, I am now comfortable, I should do, I should move out of my comfort zone. So if you are reaching to your comfort zone and if you are planning to move out of comfort zone, if you keep on doing it, three times, four times, five times, ten times, you have built an empire. And if you are sitting in a comfort zone thinking that it will become an empire, it's not going to become an empire. So let me tell you what and all I had, because I won't be able to tell what made Elon Musk, Elon Musk, what made uh, Baiju, Baiju, what made Jekma, Jekma, because they're all very different in different space, different kind of geographies, different uh, uh, time, and a different kind of uh, uh, parameters might have helped them. I am a 60-year-old man, first generation, self-made, Uh, an entrepreneur. So let me tell you, but if you listen to me, what worked with me also may not work with you because there must be audience with 40 years of age and 30 years and 20 years of age also. So trust me, things will be different, especially post-COVID, a lot will change. But whatever happened to me, I'll tell you how it happened to me. I am said to be a man with highest focus. I think the man with focus will create huge impact in his own, even schools, colleges, jobs, business, because there are only two kinds of people on this earth, one who is successful, other could not focus. Trust me, trust focus is the most important thing for anyone to succeed, even if you want to become a movie star, even if you want to become a A.R. Rahman, Tendulkar, or even the ministers, all need complete focus in that task which they have taken up. Many of you must be listening and I want you people to take care of this word focus to your children, towards your children. And uh, restlessness is good but focus is important. Restlessness is to do different things. Focus is to do that thing when you have taken to do it 100% in it. Distraction is neither uh, focus and distraction is neither restlessness. Distraction is doing something which it was not supposed to be doing. So teach your children how to sit and read 25 pages without getting up from the chair. Write 5 pages to 10 pages without getting up from the chair. Close that call gate which they have opened by themselves before the paste is put in the mouth. Put that newspaper back folded in the same way they picked up. Put that thing back in that place which they took and used it at home. So if you can do that, that means your child has focus and if your child has focus, you will never have to suffer. The second one is frugality. I want all of you to understand this word is frugality is not miser. Not spending is miser. Properly spending is wiser. So if you spend only because it is needed, it is frugality. But if you spend because your neighbor has, you have to impress your neighbor, it is stupidity. My mother had no money, very little, five children, no income, two buffalos seriade, 70 rupees of revenue per week. I'm talking about 70s, 1970s. And she made sure all her her children reach Madras University as graduates and Mumbai University as post-graduates. She never borrowed in her life. I have never borrowed in my life. My company has never borrowed. Today we run an organization with a market cap of 3,000 crore. Zero debt company. Trust me, in this COVID, I am with the least stress only because I have no debt, no EMI. Trust me. Frugality will be very important and please teach your children. And once your children know what is frugality, you are done with all dreams with your children. But trust me, children will only follow you, will not listen to you. So you have to practice, you can't preach. Very important. So frugality was very important reason why I am very successful today. Stamina is ultimately important. I was fortunately poor and I was fortunately from a village. Village people have more stamina than city people. Want to know? There are stories that from Delhi, from Ahmedabad, from Hyderabad, people walked back to Patna, Bihar, Odisha and Jharkhand, Bengal because they are from poor background. imagine anybody who is living in Gurugram, or living in valkeshwar in mumbai walking anything more than even 25 50 kilometers not possible stamina is with poverty when money comes stamina goes money is a very big poison for stamina So I was fortunate from a village, poverty, I had stamina and I did day and night working and never looked for anybody's support for solving my problems. And today I am 60 years old and my people who are 30 years of age are asking, Sir, how is that you have more stamina than us? Let me tell you stamina. To get a stamina, you need to have stamina. Stamina only gets you stamina. But a very important one, gentlemen, ladies. Please find out how to how to build it and it will help you a lot. I have a punchline to tell. People with money cannot make more money, but people with stamina can make tons of money. <clears throat> then the next one is knowledge. Knowledge is very important. I am from village, though the schools were very weak. I kept on reading. Please note. Costly schools don't give you better knowledge. Focus gets gets you better knowledge. And what I studied was only government schools, Tamil medium schools, five classes, one classroom, one class teacher in my first standard to fifth standard. Trust me, knowledge is not what school gives. Knowledge is what you gather, you gain. I still remember I used to read newspapers in my school days. Tamil newspaper, then as soon as I came to Mumbai, I started reading Times of India another 20 years and for the last 20 years, I am reading Economic Times. Trust me, knowledge is ultimate, without knowledge, you will not have courage. So to build empire, it's not that you need money, you need, as I said, uh, focus, frugality, stamina, and knowledge, and then courage. If you have courage without knowledge, you are stupid. You have to have courage, you have to have courage means you need to have knowledge first. What is courage? Courage is to take decisions. I left Coimbatore without even knowing Hindi and Marathi are two different languages. After coming to Mumbai, wow, I had a courage to face it. I didn't ask my parents, can I go? If you ask your parents, can I go to a different land, they are going to refuse. So Courage is something which gets you to decision making. I left my government job without even discussing with anyone. So decision making is most important in I have a punchline and please note, in life either you can discuss or you can decide, you can't do both, majority of us start discussing because the one who has courage to face the outcome will not discuss, he will decide. The one who is dependent on everyone has to discuss, he can't decide. That's simple. So knowledge gives rise to courage and courage gives rise to decision-making, power. And decision-making power is resulting into risk-taking. How small a risk? How big a risk? What is risk? What is upside? What is downside? And there are two kinds of risks on this earth. In one risk, the downside is very little, but upside is too good. In another risk, upside is too little, downside is too much. So if you don't know it, trust me, mathematics is very important science. If you are good at mathematics, you can understand a lot of things. And risk taking is a lot of mathematical calculations about the outcome. So to build an empire, what is needed? You need a good product. What product you settle with? What business line you settle with? What services you are delivering? People start thinking that this is the need of the society, so I should make it. Just because you felt the need of the society, it is not the product. The actual product is the actual need of the society. To know what is the actual need of the society, only you need knowledge. So I had focused on thyroid. That is because I did the PhD on thyroid. I did not know what is thyroid till I was uh, 25. And then subsequently I found the thyroid tests are uh, overcharged. And cost of thyroid testing is low. So I felt there is a business and I, thought, I knew it is a medical business and I knew it is a recurring business. And I knew once thyroid patient, lifelong thyroid patient, and I started what you call as focusing on thyroid. So that is my product. So you must also know what is your product, how to handle that product, how to create a business out of that product. Then comes business model. Any business is business. How you execute that business? Who is your customer? How do you connect to the customer? How long is the distance between you and your customer? Customer comes to you or you go to the customer? What is the need for the customer to come? What forces the customer to consume? Oh, a lot of things are involved based upon the business model. And my business model has a franchisee model. And I learned from village itself that you can't do business in India all over the country because India is made up of 25 countries, 25 cultures. You need to have a franchisee model. So people felt franchisee is too costly because franchisee will look for more margin. Trust me, everybody will look for more margin. Only if you can give them more margin and still there is a business, that business only is scalable. And if you share that margin and you will not have profit, that that business is not scalable. So business models are very important. Um, You know, many people felt that services cannot be franchised because somebody will spoil the name. But then if you have created a good SOP, created a good system which people have to follow, it is scalable. We have today 3,000 cities in 10 countries connected. And this many franchises are coexisting and they are doing the job of procuring the business. I am doing the job of processing. In other words, they do the job of running the restaurant. I do the job of running the kitchen. And I run a kitchen for the entire country. Trust me, business models are very important without which it's not easy to scale up. Then the casting, I think business casting is very important. I was a mathematician and mathematics gave me some insight. I was a chemist. So I knew what is the cost of each material. I know the cost of processes, cost of logistics, cost of everything. If you don't know the cost of everything, it is very, very difficult to plan and do a big business. Empire cannot be built. If you can close your eyes and guess and correctly guess, For a 100 crore turnover, what will be your material cost, HR cost, admin cost, logistics cost, every cost if you can break up, that means you have an ability to build an empire. Of course I did not know all these things to begin with, but then my philosophy said don't take more than what you deserve. Not what you deserve, what you need. You may deserve more. I was a PhD in thyroid. I could have charged more than anyone else. But I thought, why to take that money? So my costing sense was very good. Because my costing sense was good, my pricing sense was good. I priced it myself lower cost. People have a feeling if you price it lower, people will doubt the quality. Is a koi nahi hai. Sabhi log hain, sasta hain. Use mm-hmm. to that has to be your product and uh, that's how I said pricing there is no company on this earth closed down because their pricing is low all the closed-down companies are closed down because in spite of pricing it higher they could not control the cost so the punchline here profits are everywhere pricing is just a philosophy of course, HR is very important. Teams are very important to, to run a big business. You need a big team. And let me tell the punchline here. To win in any any challenge, you need a team with a dream and with steam. So first you need to identify the team. Make sure that team visualizes what you visualize. That team sees what you want to see. And then you need not work, they will work. So it's very important and you need to motivate them, you need to pay them well. You, need to, you should not pay them more because you can't do it. You should pay them well in spite of you do it. And make sure that the team has enough of motivation and they see a journey, they see you truthful, they see you as a leader. You can't say something and do something else. Be with children or be with employees. You have to reach You have to practice and not preach. Then efficiency matters. I want all of you to understand that today all big businesses, of course, some of them have collapsed. That's a different story. But if you imagine what made Ola, Ola, Uber, Uber, what made Oyo, Oyo, all because efficiency standing cab is a liability, running cab is an asset. So in a floor, if you have a machine, you have purchased it for 50 lakhs or one crore, make sure that machine runs 24 hours. So efficiency of the machine, the HR, trained HR will improve the efficiency, good procedures will improve the efficiency, and that will make your system to be very powerful. Trust me, if the profit comes from the customer's pocket any day, it will stop. The profit comes from floor efficiency, the profits will never stop. Quality is very important. No, pro- no one can sell the same product again to the same man if the quality is poor. The quality is good. Word of mouth works. The man doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't find anyone else cheaper, anyone else better. So quality is ultimate. And that is the one, exactly one who will sell. But then all of you will ask a question, sir, quality means costly. No. We made two, three kind of products in the marketplace, poor quality also we made and to sell cheap and rich quality, good quality we sold at higher price. Imagine if you sell a good quality, cheaper than the poor quality, a good quality sold cheaper than the poor quality, there won't be a competition. It's very important that you shouldn't charge premium for your better quality. Speed plays an important role, especially in a, you know today's man is restless, he has got used to a uh, domino uh, or a pizza coming to the door and if it is late, it is free. That is the culture which people have understood. They don't bother about it is medical or it is what it is. They feel instant. You need to be instant, as instant as possible, but you need not match yourself with anything else. Are you better than your peers in your industry? Full stop. Over. You don't have to do anything more. Be better always and make sure that they don't ever become better than you. Innovations are needed. I'm in business for the last 25 years. We started a business when there was only SMS facility. There was no internet. Today we are living in a TikTok world. So as a man who started business in, you know, when I was 35, today I am 60, I have been innovating all processes involved in testing, automations to a lot of logistical, a lot of floor efficiencies, all are innovations. Innovation doesn't mean you invent something new. Innovation always says, do it better. Every day become better than what you were yesterday. That's innovation. Leadership plays a very big role. I think uh, some companies are very powerful and uh, my children keep reading at some of the powerful CEOs and they tell, Sir, this com- Daddy, this company was growing only 11-12% for uh, previous 10 years. They changed the CEO. Now the company is growing 40% year over year last five years. So yes, true. Leaders play a very big role. Leadership is important. There are three kinds of leaders. One leader can run only what is running. Another leader can create and run. Third leader, give me gone, spoiled. He can create a better one and run. So it is important that leaderships are also not just a textbook knowledge. MBAs, degrees don't truly offer leadership. They give you some vocabulary. True leadership is using every opportunity on the floor. Be it man, machine, material, method. Ownership, yes, business should be owned by you. Some people will dilute it very early thinking that I get some good valuation. Trust me, it's, uh, if you create a business for a dilution, it will not truly really get diluted. And if you create a business for you yourself to run it forever, people will value it and they will buy it from you. So, ownership is important, don't dilute too early for too little value and if your business is very successful, you will repent for it. And trust me, no money comes free, debt or equity, everything has to be paid in and you can't escape without paying to them. Transparency is very important as a leader, if you run an organization, as a father, if you lead the family, you need to be transparent, employees love it. And if you are transparent, your children will love it, your spouse will love it, your your neighbors, your siblings all will love it. So is your employees, so you will be your franchisees, distributors, so will be your investors. Being transparent is very, very important. And that makes you very powerful and that it makes you not to be scared of anything. When you are not scared of anything, you are the most powerful man on this earth. And many people don't scale up. The business, they think that it is not scalable. Then they think, I I don't know how to scale. Trust me, there are two kinds of idiots on this earth one who takes a jet into a highway, another who takes a Mercedes into a runway. So you need to know whether I can truly scale up. If yes, when to scale up. If yes, what is needed. And scale up, and without scaling up, you have lost an opportunity if the business is scalable. Volume is very important. Without volume, if you do business, people will not know where are you, what are you doing. Everything is volume. Big players are big players. Top 10 players in any industry have a very special position. And the top 2-3 players have the power to purchase. Because raw material purchase, you tell the rate the vendor will supply. Because you have got the volume. Volume gives you purchase power. People power, if you are the industry leader, all in the industry, whichever small players they are working, they would love to work with you because the intelligence want to work with brilliant companies. So purchase power, people power, pricing power. If you are leader, you can decide what price to keep. And if you keep a price in which competitor, small competitors cannot work, that means you only can do it. Others cannot do it. Of course, I can keep talking for hours. Uh, I told Deepshika I will uh, talk for uh, uh, 30 minutes. Let me conclude by telling my punchline. When Covid has come, many will see it as a distress, some will see it as an opportunity. And there is a song in Tamil and I will translate in English and tell you, or Hindi and tell you, if you see Attar. अगर आपको पत्थर दिखता है तो उसमें भगवान नहीं दिखाई देगा अगर आपको भगवान दिखाई दे रहा है तो पत्थर नहीं दिखाई देगा अगर आपको अपॉर्चुनिटी नजर आ रहा है तो कंपटीशन नजर नहीं आएगा अगर आपको कंपटीशन नजर आ गया तो अपॉर्चुनिटी नजर नहीं आएगा सो बैक टू द टीम स्पीकर एंड आई वांट अ फ्यू पीपल टू आस्क मी मॉडरेटेड curated questions so that I answer to them to make the audience to understand how simple life is. Back to speaking.
0: Thank you so much sir. Thank you. Lovely uh, conversation and uh, fantastic insights, one into the the pandemic itself and then into leadership. Uh, Let me just jump into the questions now. Sanjeev Agarwal asks, How would you react and since we finished with leadership, I'll take the leadership questions first. How would you react and what would be the action plan for the situation if your employees are not following or understanding the vision that you have set up for the business?
1: That means you have not communicated correct. If you believe you are right and if they don't believe you are right, they won't follow you. As I said earlier, be an example. I am living in the laboratory for the last 80 days. So my employees, if I sit at home, kukum office nay If I myself is, you know, as I said, you need to practice, you can't preach. And it goes on a lot of things in leadership. I own the company and I own it with authority, I own it with knowledge, and my people whom I have a team all have love and affection towards me and patients which have been evolved over the last 25 years. So they know that um, there is something which is uh, truth, transparent, and it is to be done. Mm -hmm. Having said that, in a pandemic, employees are not working on their brain. They are working on also the brain of the neighbors, the parents, and their own fears, so please don't compare during the pandemic, the psyche of the honest subordinate because John payle usko livelihood ka soch so please don't compare at this particular point of time good and bad employees though you can still identify some of them as good But if employees can see, as I said, what you see as an opportunity or as you see as a destination, people will follow you. And if people don't follow you, you you have a wrong team in your hand, you need to review your team structure.
0: Excellent, excellent. So communicate, uh, decipher and then review the team if required. Uh, Abdul asks uh, or, or says, "An honour to hear from you, sir. How far you think are we from the anti-COVID vaccine? And in the meanwhile, what should be the ideal corporate culture to sail through these times?"
1: Yeah, what should be the ideal
0: corporate culture? How do you manage the workforce? How do you manage the work culture? How do you manage work from home?
1: As I said, the normalcy will not come back, and you have to uh, set a new normal. The new normal will be uh, based upon what is the demand supply of the uh, HR, what is the demand supply of the product, what will be the demand supply of the money and funds and finance. So all these things will decide and it is very difficult to tell for all businesses what is likely to be the next uh, post-COVID strategy. But having said that, we did some, a few things wrong by declaring that uh, COVID is World War Three. People felt that after 15 days it will end, after 25 days it will end. This is not less than 5 years it will be around. We had flu, we had flu, if I, if I take and look at my 1500 employees, 100 had everyday fever to a reason to take leave. Today, that is seen as COVID. So, people will understand like flu, little advanced problem is COVID. So, people will get into terms with dealing with it. By not coming to office from home also, they will not be spared. They go to nearby neighborhood and have a coffee, tea, or have a beer, or something, they are likely still get exposed. So, they need all common men, all public need to understand how will I minimize, number one. Number two, I want all of you to understand no one can escape. I'll give you one small uh, what you call as dialogue which happened between me and my children. Once the lockdown was announced, I was told that dad you be in this room you are already old man, you are very important, precious man for the 10,000 uh, intestines of the uh, family. So take care. After three, four days, I asked my children children, imagine I am 60 now and I save myself for 10 years and at 70 I get exposed. Imagine when I will be powerful to face it at 60 or 70. They said, "Dead at 60. You understood what's the message? So if you are seeing that it is going to kill you, it is not that it will spare you. And if you think that you can escape from you, it is not going to spare you. As I said, 99.95% of the people will be certainly through with it. Only very little will die. So people will understand, especially the working community will have not much problem. People less than uh, 30, 40 years of age is not a problem. India mean age is 28. All old will have a lot more challenges. All young will have very little challenges. India is an young country. Restructure, rehire and work out.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So one more question coming in. Uh, This is specifically for the healthcare sector. And uh, Abhay Narang asks, is healthcare sector or...
1: Okay. Will healthcare sector see a boom in jobs? I told you now. The most benefited industry will be healthcare. If you notice it, for the last 90 days we were importing PPE. Now we have 10 times more than what our need is we can export PPE. 90 days. Mm. So in lot of com- consumables a lot of reagents everywhere people are doing enough of investment research which automatically says ever since lockdown was announced under lockdown itself many people have started working on healthcare so once lockdown is over there will be huge opportunity there was no covid as a, a business vertical all was non-covid business Suddenly, you will find COVID business bigger than non-COVID business, which means what was 100 rupees uh, uh, turnover business will be now 250 rupees turnover business. So that will improve the number of people employed two to three times more, number of uh, ventures in this business two to three times. So it's going to be a very huge tomorrow in healthcare. Trust me, and mm-hmm. let me tell you a punch, uh, punchline for healthcare. In healthcare, there are three kinds of businessmen: one who makes money. Other who makes a lot of money. The third one makes a hell of money. <laughs> so it's up to you where you is to position yourself.
0: Okay, great. So, uh, so through our webinars, we, give, we invite one uh, participant to, to join us and ask the question in person. I have Dipesh here. We're just trying to make his video on. To just if you could give us one quick minute. And Nidhansh, re- uh, can I request you to please make Dipesh visible so that he can ask his question? if it's possible. In the meantime, I'll just ask uh, a couple of questions sir, which have come in simultaneously. One attendee asks how to stay happy and calm in these times?
1: What makes you worried? I don't know. So I can't tell you what makes you happy. Mm. I am a happy man Mm. because I don't I don't have unwanted expectations. I, I don't have you know why there is a divorce and why there is a resignation? Both are because unwanted expectations. So life, fortunately I was a poor man, so I never had any expectation except survival. In a pyramid of ten slices, in a pyramid of ten slices of economy, I was in the bottommost slice. My only wish was to go to the ninth slice. Then afterwards I felt why not eighth slice? Now slowly I have come to the first slice. Had I had an anticipation of reaching to the first slice in the 10th slice itself, I would have been sad man, I would have disappointed man, I would have frustrated man. So, Har socho, next me kya kar sakta hon? Ye mat socho, mujhe ye banna hai. Life is only once. Live that life in your own terms. Don't become slave of your own dreams also. All cannot do everything. And if you can do something, please don't miss it. But don't plan to do something which is not within your capacity. So you need to assess yourself time to time and every every stage you look at what next I can do, how can I do it. Please note, don't compete yourself with your neighbor. You better you version, today Velumani version 10.0 and it was version 1.0 some 45 years back. So mm-hmm. you make a better version of you and you don't have to compare with anyone else. No one else is you. You are you. You live your life and you enjoy your life. All have to die one day. Please keep that in your mind. Intestine length is same for everyone. Koi upar leke Live
0: happy. So, a last question before I, I, I invite Dipesh to ask his question. How do you stay happy? Is The leading question to that was, that is it okay to take doctor's consultancy to make yourself calm? So basically, probably talking about professional help, uh, to keep yourself calm.
1: I think professional help is only needed when you have jolab, when you have fever, when you have health problems. Yeah, there are some uh, uh, people who offer for the disturbed mind uh, counseling. Oh, somebody is called a psychologist, somebody, uh, you know, is even called a psychiatrist. Mm. So all these people only will tell you after listening to you yeah, wo bulja, itna mat all these kind of things. And if you yourself cannot control your own mind, and don't think by paying money you can Purchase peace. You need to control yourself. You need to think on this earth how small I am. Your problem all will be solved. This world is having 800 crore population. You don't think that you are the only man and no one is respecting you. Please respect others. You will be peaceful. If you expect others to respect you, you will be very, very disturbed.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Dr. Velumani. Dipesh, over to you. Please ask your question.
1: Hey, thanks, uh, um, uh, Dr. Velumani. Uh, it's very much an insightful session about uh, pandemic, COVID pandemic and overall your business journey. So my uh, question is like, what will be the three most important traits that uh, you were going to uh, put it uh, for budding entrepreneurs? Nikal Pado you know sometimes people think that only when I know what is the road I will get in. No, no, no one knows no one knows sitting at home what is jungle. everybody has to move into the jungle and then find ways and if there are dangerous animals, you accordingly reduce the speed and if there are too much of ups and downs, so go slow, if there is too much of bush which you don't know how how dangerous it is. So every business is different. Like every genre is different. So, there is no way one can give an SOP as to what are the ABC. But as I said, Nikal Pado, Rasta Apanaya Bandai, number one. Number two, success is not very difficult. Sustainable success is very difficult. So, the many people think that success is something you know you should do before age of 25, 35 any any success before 50 is not sustainable so success has to come it has to come late you have to work towards it business is not a 100 meter dash it is a marathon race the next one entrepreneurship it is not that how much money you made is important how many people you have given livelihood is important so create such a business using which Hundreds and thousands of people can live their life with dignity. Create such an organization which even if you leave and go, the last employee you gave an offer letter also retires in that company. That means you need to create an organization which is having good health for a long period. So these are all little highly philosophical way of telling. But uh, if you ask me after reaching to this stage, this is what I would advise. Otherwise, it would be telling that you need to have, you know, happy employee, you need to have a happy customer. All those things are uh, not truly the main goals. The main goals is creating an organization with sustainability. Got it, sir. Thank you very much.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much for your time. What an honor having having seen you here and uh, keep making lives better, sir. Thank Thank you.